It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Football Social Daily. All right there, this is Football Social Daily Shots. If you've just joined us for the first ever time, well, you've not missed anything because this is the first ever episode of Shots, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network and, of course, part of Football Social Daily. Now, if you're a regular listener to FSD, you'll know that we'll cover all the big stories when it comes to the top flight of English football, the greatness that is the Premier League in a nice 45-minute podcast every single day of the season. But sometimes we can't always crowbar in all of the big news stories. And that's why we've come up with Shots. It's a little bite-sized show to keep you in the loop with everything that's happening in the Premier League. And as is often the case with English football, there is always something going on. And joining me, we've got Manchester United fan Joel Tudor. Because Joel, this Frankie de Jong saga, are United going to sign him? Are United not going to sign him? It's taken another strange twist, hasn't it? It's a story which just keeps on developing every single week, it seems. Uh, Previously, Joan Laporta, who's the Barcelona president, and Xavi have been portraying to the media like they want De Jong to stay, but they always end the sentence with, there's an economic situation that needs to be solved. So the ultimatum has always been, you either stay and reduce your salary, or you leave. But it seems as though right now, as reported by The Athletic, that De Jong is still refusing to reduce his salary, but wants to stay. So they are trying to alter his contract, alleging that the previous terms given to him by previous Barcelona club president, Josep Bartomeu, involved evidence of criminality and provides ground for legal action. So, Niall, it's it's quite an escalation, given <laughs> how Laporte has been so complimentary towards the young in the media lately, uh, now resorting all the way to legal action to seemingly force his contract salary to be lowered to the previous terms in quotation marks. So it's a it's a strong response from Barcelona, um, having not been able to reach a compromise with De Jong so far and with his agent, though you would think that they're in their rights to stick to the terms that has been bound by a legal contract. So to cut a long story short, Joel, some things have changed, but some things have stayed the same. Frankie de Jong still wants to stay at Barcelona because he's owed a fair bit of money by the club. Manchester United still want to sign Frankie de Jong. But this legal stuff, 
it seems like Barcelona here are trying everything they can to keep Frankie de Jong at the camp now. It seems as though the tight, they're taking the, the hard stance. It felt as though Laporta was being very nice and gentle around de Jong, saying, you know, you can either reduce your contract or you have to leave the club. But it seems as though now they've escalated it and are trying to find some kind of a loophole in de Jong's contract, which was signed with the previous Barcelona board, which isn't looked upon very nice in Catalonia, uh, judging from the amount of big contracts that's been going on at the club. And now they're trying to reduce his contract to what he's currently on, which was deferred from the COVID times. So it's hard to know where this story is going to go. It's hard to know where he's going to end up. But it seems as though it's one which is going to take time and there's a lot of legal implications involved, which seems to be the reason why United are hanging on by a thread for the last three months. Well, talking of law, let's hear from someone who actually does have a degree in law, Alex Boardman, who's also a United fan, by the way. Here's what he makes of the whole saga. So the Frankie de Jong transfer saga has taken, frankly, a ridiculous twist. It seems to be running on and on and on and on. And I think everybody's aware that there is a sum of money owed to Frankie de Jong uh, by Barcelona that's thought to be in the region of about £15 million You might not know where that's come from. We'll clear that up in a second. But first, for the outrageous allegations from the current president of Barcelona. The current president of Barcelona is saying that criminal activity took place when a contract extension was signed by Frankie de Jong and his representatives and the old Barcelona president in October 2020. This is where the whole money that de Jong is saying he's owed by Barcelona. It all comes from this contract extension. When de Jong signed the contract extension, the contract was going to run between October 2020 and October 2026. However, for two years, de Jong agreed to take less money. So about half of what he was owed. And the agreement in the contract extension was that from October 2022 to October 2026, he would be paid his full monthly wage, which is thought to be round about a million euros a month, and also the money he'd been owed for the last two years, while he was probably earning about half of that. The allegations that have come out in the last 24 hours um, of criminal activity would mean that that contract extension is null and void, which would put de Jong back on his old contract. It's worth noting, nothing as yet has been logged with a court. There's no official legal statement has been made from Barcelona that they this is what we are about to proceed with. We're, we are going to sue Frankie de Jong. It seems Barcelona are just trying to revert back to the original contract. Why are they doing this? Well, One, they want to get out of paying Frankie de Jong the £15 million he's currently owed. Secondly, they've also got four or five new players waiting in the wings, including Lewandowski, who La Liga will not let Barcelona register as players until they can prove they're a little bit more financially solvent. What is interesting is when the contract was originally signed by the ex-Barcelona president. La Liga were involved in that contract and okayed everything. It is also quite unlikely that any of them would engage in criminal activity to defraud effectively a football club of funds that they would divert to themselves. Um, Because, as you know, they're so well paid and why would they ever risk it? That's about as far as I can glean. It seems it's just wild speculation at the minute and it's another 
possible delaying tactic because as we know Manchester United are increasingly desperate to get a midfielder in and they're increasingly desperate to get De Jong in so does it push the price up possibly it does it probably doesn't do anything for the goodwill of Frankie De Jong and his current relationship with Barcelona Barcelona are currently saying that they want to keep him however uh, the fact that he's owed 50 million quid by Barcelona, uh, would suggest that Frankie de Jong has just got to keep his mind shut, basically, and wait till he gets that money that he's owed. But I don't imagine he's very content to walk away from £50 million. Who would be? It's outrageous. My guess is that it's just a speculative effort, again, to either drum up a bit more money from United and Chelsea to start a bidding war, uh, or to even get De Jong so sick of the situation that he just walks away and goes, look, I'll give me two million quid and I'll walk away. Great to hear from Alex there about his thoughts on the Frankie De Jong saga. And I think we are firmly in saga territory now, aren't we, Joel? This has been getting silly for a while. It's a borderline Wesley Snyder saga territory, I think. <laughs> We're very closely approaching that. And I think if, if he doesn't move, I think he's definitely overtaken the Dutch legend in the biggest most awful and tedious saga Manchester United have ever been involved in. Well, you can hear more on Manchester United's transfer policy so far this summer by listening to Football Social Daily, the full podcast, of course. If you are a regular subscriber to that show, you can just scroll back in the timeline and you'll be able to find it. If you're listening to Shots for the first time, then make sure you go and search Football Social Daily. We'll be back again tomorrow with all of the big Premier League stories. But that's it from us on Shots. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Football Social Daily. Subscribe to the podcast now so you never miss an episode.